Hi everyone, welcome back to Gilbert Silva Show. Me again with my great friend, Ching Chase. How are you, my friend? Good, mate. Yeah. Good. Good to see you again. I want to be shaking your hand after Yeah. After a few few weeks, you know, off, yeah. I gave you a break. You did give me a break, but then you did something awful in the kitchen. Well, <laughs> I need to, uh, to welcome you for the show again. Yeah. Bye with some some treats. <laughs> every time. Every time you do some, something right back on you now, then. Yeah, it's good, it's good. But I, I think, you know, this is the point, because when you do some things with your friends, you know, kind of a treat, yeah. they're always turning back, right? Exactly. I have to be careful. He who laughs last, laughs hardest. <laughs> exactly. I'll be very careful. Yeah. I'll make you know, sure. Yeah. Back head. How are things? All good? Good, mate, yeah. Probably good? Time is all good, yeah. Um, a bit annoying, but <laughs> yeah, they're fine. How about yours? Ah, everything fantastic. Good, mate. All good, all good. So last time we we had a week, because yeah. last time we did, you were in my, my hometown of Stenning, weren't you? Exactly. There's a podcast there and had a bit of kick about with the kids. Was exactly. That was a good fun. Nice After dinner. that, yeah, nice dinner. Met your parents. My parents. parents. Exactly. My two yeah. kids. The kids. All the fun. Met all the fun. There's, there's not many people that leave. That's you fantastic. That's good, isn't it? That's good. Nice That's great. Village. Oh, it's like, like you quite nicely. I, I really like when I had an opportunity to get away from, uh, you know, the center of London, you know, the busy London, just go outside the, the country. It's great because it reminded me a little bit of uh, when I'm in Brazil, Belo Horizonte, and then go to my hometown. Mm. It's like, you know, being the countryside and relax, small village, small place, and... Uh, now some things we, we I really missed. Yeah, I really miss. And then going back there, you know, to your village it was great. You know, I just feel like, oh, this is something very clear. Yeah, it's very nice. So the, the village I live in um, is in sort of part of Sussex, really, uh, near, near Brighton, and it's like eight thousand people in the school, and it's got a really good football club there where we work and obviously we where we film from, and like something like twenty percent of the kids are that. In, in the village or signed up to the signed up to that football club it's amazing so yeah. the football club is a real heartbeat of the community there it really is uh, and then they've got the high school and the, the primary school there and we also went to put my son up from the primary school so it was nice to see his face and then so that, in his year in his class are five parents that I went to that same school with so standing in the playground where we went where we played taking our kids to school is quite a, it's a really nice community kind of thing yeah. so I, came, I lived in London for about five or six years inside a child um, and I love I love being in London uh, obviously but I love coming out of London and sort of settling down a little bit you know like living outside of London having a nice family life yeah. taking a dog for a walk in the morning that's great and then coming back up to London it's a nice complement of both do you know what I mean exactly because here in London everything works very fast yeah Exactly. You know, you have like uh, the moments that that you you want to be fast to do things. You have to do it. Sometimes you cannot be in in a small place to do things Mm -hmm. that you normally do in a bigger place. uh, But then the combination of both things, you know, you can come here to do things you have to do, some work, some meetings and so on. And going back to your village, you know, just have the calmness, yeah. you know, enjoy family and walk around with your dog. I know yeah. you love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, enjoy the place. But also I was impressed, you know, but um, being there, 
when you told me about the football ground is a big part of the community mm. where the kids go there to play you know with their the parents they got there the coaches um, work to them you know the this uh, once again tell us how important is the sports mm -hmm. you know the football ground for for the society mm -hmm. to integrate people to bring them together you know and to give the kids uh, a safe environment to play absolutely because when they are kids for me the most important thing you know let them play yeah. and have some fun with their friends families if there is a coach you know to help them out mm -hmm. with some some things but the important thing for for them you know to play as a kid not okay how you had to play to become a football player yeah. but you know now you are a kid just enjoy this moment yeah. because at some point you, you are not going to to have yeah. anymore you have a different responsibilities yeah. but i was impressed because it, as you know uh, how important sport is for the society mm -hmm. and i have this this football ground you know uh, insert in the community you know most of people go there enjoy it's amazing yeah yeah it's lovely but they didn't want to hear me talking about my podcast my, my village all day that's not why i listen to the podcast but, no, but it's good it's good <laughs> but it's, it's good to give the, the people you know the yeah. audience the perception of um you know england or maybe any other place yeah. there's a lot of things you you can think about you know how can I improve the uh, things for better for everyone you know this for me was was really good because it's a kind of uh, i always try to think in ideas how can uh, i help somebody else you know when people from my village in brazil yeah. you know it's a sixty thousand. uh uh village place big village uh, <laughs> yeah it's quite tough but you know, it's developing, it's growing up, and uh, sometimes growing up, you know, some other problems come yeah. comes on. But uh, it's about some time, you know, uh, speak to people there and uh, giving them uh, an outlook about uh, what they, okay, you can make this, the place grow, mm -hmm. but uh, bring something together yeah. where the people can enjoy together. Mm -hmm. You know, and they can can be part of the society. Not not thinking about the business, business, business. No, no, no. But uh, put something where the people can have fun. They can, uh, um, let's say, communicate to each other. They bring the, they they can be together and uh, enjoy uh, to insert in the community. And this football ground, you know, is. Uh, a good example yeah, for really this, is. you know, to, to bring for the community insert on it. Yeah, well, we're really lucky that there's a local family that gave like hundreds of thousands of pounds to the club. To, like, the pitch we played on was half a million pounds. It's, it's a large amount of money for anybody. And the village, the club wouldn't be able to do it without the help from that family. Um, but then in return, the club is kind of giving back to, so the reason why this family gave them the money to do it was needed to give back to the community. So yep. It's actually called Stelling Town Community Football Club now because they've the community bit is they've reached a certain level of compliance from the FA to say that they do engage with lots of the community and they do do lots of things. Mm -hmm. So it's it is a real giving back to community is a real spirit that they do have. Uh, it's, it's only eight thousand people, which is tiny compared to, yeah. to your village, but um, the engagement they have is really really high. It's amazing, my friend. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I'll so come back there. I'll come back yeah, there. Bring your <laughs> That's good. To the mine. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we'll do that. Nice. So, what have you been up to this weekend? Unless you want to rename the Tim Chase podcast. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's okay. 
it's, it's nice now for because we have been talking about Arsenal mm. quite a lot in our podcast. It's great to have them, you know, bouncing back, you know, from last year bad results and uh, after Arteta, I think it seems that that uh, the thing has changed for better. This is good because uh, from outside it seems that uh, he brought all the players together, mm -hmm. everyone in the club, you know, put in, the, in a good direction, and the results start to, you know, to work in their favor. Yeah. This is um, is really important for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So were you did you go to the game yesterday? Yes, I did. What was the atmosphere like? <laughs> the atmosphere was uh, was really good. And um, didn't start the game, you know, as no, they expect. Goal, they they consider very early goal, which was um, a, a bit of a tension, you know, for the beginning. But um, they bounce back and um, equalize, and um, then you know change uh, change uh, everything, mm. and uh, things change for them. Back, didn't you? I was, I, was, I was watching it at home. I was having to do some live tweeting about it. Yeah. And it's a great ball. And Saka's got to coming on really well now, hasn't he? Saka's looks like a great little signing. And a young player too. Yeah. He's right. into Nketiah. Nketiah. Great finish. It was a great finish. But yeah. Great and the cross was so unbelievable. It was amazing. It's and very similar. I know, of course, because in the game against um, Newcastle, he yeah. has done the same. Yeah. I think against uh, Olympiacos. Yeah. I'm not wrong. Was uh, across from him, but um, you know, yeah, once again yesterday um, in this game against Everton, the cross was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, this uh, proves uh, shows the quality of uh, when he's there in that position. You know, to pro to deliver a good ball. Yeah. It's, it's not a it's a good great cross, but a great delivery. Yeah, apart from all the quality. Saka's confidence is great yeah. because he not made the player on Newcastle player yeah. putting across the move exactly last week. Um, I think I think I'm really impressed. I, um, and also, what I really liked with it, it was almost like the invincible at, um, attitude. So the crowd, the players, the crowd was against them because they let go. Not against them, but it was a little bit negative. And I think because what's happening at Arsenal recently, the crowd kind of got quite short patience. Yeah. Because they're like, here we go again. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But I was really impressed with the players. They really, because we've talked about this, it's down to the players now. The players need to turn this around. True. And I think they have. To a certain extent, to a certain extent, because they when the goal down, the crowd got on their back a little bit, then they scored that really nice goal, a good team goal. Yeah. And this the whole team celebrated together. It was important. And I think it was really important to show them that. But it also it wasn't a thought process they had to do. They just did it because that's what they felt like. It was natural for them. Um and it felt I I think I tweeted it felt like an invincible like reaction from the team. They felt mm. like the invincible. Sort of for a short period of time. Yeah. Like it's very different from going to train <laughs> like that, but for 30 seconds. You know, but the, the, the spirit, but then you can feel the whole crowd yeah. get lifted as well. Oh, it's yeah. really important. They 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 come back in the game quick. Because mm. uh, then you have like the, the crowd behind them again. Yeah. And um but I I think the crowd was positive yesterday. Yeah. The game was not so easy because uh, Everton scored first and then, you know, after Arsenal um, scored a second goal, they they came back and scored so a soft second you know, goal. And Everton's goal. It was a very strange goal, you know, it's like it's a bit of indecision between uh, the defenders and the keeper. Yeah. But um, 
in the end, what really matters for them, I think, at moment, because uh, since uh, they start to to win the games, mm. it's about sometimes not play the best of their game, you know, the, the best game, but uh, get the result. This is what they are achieving in the last few games. Mm. It's important just to keep going because in the midweek they have a, an important game against against um, Olympiacos for the Europa League and it's important to come from a very good result to be confident to to play let's say the, the knockout game stay game again. How good was uh, Bamian's first goal. Oh, was great. Right? Yeah, very similar. That was great. He's a great player. Mm. It's nice to see that uh, you know he can manage to score. He's an important player. He score you know the the second and the third goal is uh, it's amazing because he's in a he's in a, he's in a good moment. You know he's the captain of the team. He's important leading leading the team in this, in this the moment where the pressure is on. He takes the responsibility and um, up front he keeps scoring goals. And but you mentioned something about the celebration from the first goal. I saw that, you know, repeating in the second and the third yeah. goal. Show that the players, you know, finally got together. You know, this is what we, we feel. And um, you know, they can be criticized, people can say a lot of things, you know, they maybe it's not Arsenal best team and they are not playing the best of their football but they are getting the results to put them back in a position where they they start to believe that they can be also in the Champions League not yeah. only in the Europa League because they are ninth now mm. but not far away from the fourth position well this is very the points between like second and 18th there's not very many exactly um, yeah so I mean it's I mean how do you think Arteta's done so far? I think he's doing he's done a great job since when um, he took charge and uh, I spoke to a few people there. They are really happy mm. and uh, he's doing a great job inside the club because uh, being there as a player give him uh, a confidence to to understand how the club works and what is Arsenal all about. Yeah understand the culture of the club and uh, understand the people inside because there are a lot of people stay there you know they change the manager but the people who work for the club you know are the same yeah and uh, he's managed everyone you know in a very good way the way he he approached people the way he deals with um he deal with the you know the the team the players is very good and those what what Seems like that is working well from what I, I make notice is uh, heard of is uh, the partnership between him and Edu, the mm. the staff, and uh, have like the, the confidence from the board as well. This is very important. Yeah, because I think he's bringing a bit of discipline that's needed to the players. Because I think I've read in the press about Guendouzi having had a couple of incidents where he needs to get disciplined in Dubai on the season break and winter break apparently he had a couple of rounds and players yeah. and Edu kind of had to go not had to go disciplined him a little bit and so did Arteta and, and on an interview on Maps of Bay yesterday I think it was he said look I've just told the players what's expecting of them and that they're not good enough individual players at the moment to beat everybody else the only way we're going to win is as a, as a team yes, sure. and it seems like he's doing it because I mean how long um, have they been undefeated since they've been with him yeah it's not bad but no, they lost, they lost against Chelsea, didn't 
Yeah, yeah, they lost. But this year, they they haven't lost any game. At all. all right. It's uh, it's amazing. But it's about for me, it's about the leadership. Mm. I think the leadership he has shown to to everyone. When I look from outside, you know, mm. it's been it's been great. You know, he's put things on the right place. You know, put everyone in that place and but make them believe that they can do things together. Mm -hmm. You know, is this the only way for them to overcome? You know, the the bad moments they they had like a um, few months ago. Yeah. Not so far <laughs> from you yes. know, the bad position they were, and now they can start dreaming of um, have something a lot better yeah. in the end of the season. Maybe thinking Europa League because they were far away from yeah. it, even to Europa League. But now I start to believe also in the Champions League. Why not? Well, look, we're how far, just since we've been doing the podcast since November. Look how much the sentiment and the feeling around the club has changed. Has changed completely. Now the mood is totally different. You know, but also the crowds. You know, the crowds are. You know, they are more supportive to them. Yeah. And we we, we spoke here before about um, you know the only way for them to change things is about the players to react. Mm -hmm. The players to react and do things right and uh, start to to win the games and get the results. It brings them back to the stage where the confidence starts growing up again. And um, this was this what was uh, what happened to them, you know, especially with Arteta. I think he could he managed very well. Uh, after Unai, we we cannot forget about Fred that was there trying to do. I think the hardest thing for Fred because um, he didn't have like uh, a proper uh, coach staff no. to help with him and to. Uh, support him. He wasn't really getting much to succeed, was he? Yeah, it was quite hard for him yeah. because the moment he was not so good at all. No. The moment the moment he was not so good, that the the you know the the fans were quite you know negative, not supportive to to the team. But now things has changed, and um, just you know keep improving and get the results. Yeah. So what do you think? Because I think Arteta is actually probably more strict than most and hard hard nosed than the other managers. I think probably because he's come from Pep, so the confidence from Pep because he knows how Pep was successful. Pep is very strong against his players. With yeah. like, support of his players, but they know what's expected and what's not allowed. I think, think that's probably giving them kind of some boundaries and things to work within. Um but have you noticed a different style of play or the way different players or did, well have you noticed a different setup? Because mm -hmm. you spoke about having two centre Two holding midfielders, yeah, um, and to giving Ozil to give Ozil a chance to express himself. Exactly. Have you noticed the change in the formation? Well, I think the change for me is in, in terms of um, you know compared to Unai, uh, Unai and Arteta is because Arteta picked you know the the his best eleven, you know what he believes is the best eleven, and uh, play them, you know. Uh, in most of the games, if you see, you know, before a lot of criticism on David Luiz, he has played, I think, all the games with Arteta. Yeah. Even Mustafi mm. is uh, came back to the team. You know, he he got a lot of criticism, mm. and uh, sometimes you know he's not been, let's say, um, perfect in all the games, make a few mistakes, but uh, he's been, uh, let's say, const const constant in the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, in the last few games, 
and play David Luiz and Arteta and uh, and um, Mustafi. And last last year, uh, with you now, you know, uh, a lot of uh, things have have been said, you know, negative about both of them. What mm. it was hard, I guess. But now with Arteta, they are back, yeah. play together, and uh, okay, some some mistake they have made, but they they are winning the games, which helps a lot, you know, to for them to grow up and improve. But uh, the stabilization, I think that is in the team now. It, it seems that uh, they, they got the right, the better balance. Well, I think there's a bit of foundation, isn't there? Because it must be changed every single time. You need to start with a bit of a solid foundation. Because yeah. when I mentioned to you about uh, having like the, the two central midfield, because they don't have like... Uh, Let's say um, proper number six. Yeah, Shaka can play there, but he needs somebody who help him out. But play with two allows him some time, you know, to go a little bit forward, and this guy protect him. Yeah, if he is alone, maybe he was quite, was quite hard because then the other guys were going moving forward and leave him alone. Having two, mm. I think got more. They've got more stabilization in, in the middle of the park, but also you know, especially what we mentioned about Ozil, giving him the freedom to move behind the strike. Yeah. We said Do, in November. You said in November. Exactly. <laughs> because if you don't give, don't offer a structure, a structure to him, and protection to him, uh, to play his game, you know, to bring the best of himself to the games it's hard you cannot you know we cannot expect him to run behind the central midfield no. okay put him in the position where he can give the final ball you know if you see the game against Newcastle oh, he was outstanding mm. you know yesterday against Everton he's a great great game and uh, he's be I think he's becoming let's say the the player people wants him to be to be you know that's a great phrase yeah you're absolutely right I think yeah it's like he, he's he's coming back he's obviously for not the, the, the good no of course Played not Real Madrid, playing for Real Madrid for a long period of time playing for Germany for a long time no it's not he's not going to be a bad player no it's just about you know put him the right and make the right setup and and put him there yeah exactly this is what Tarteta did exactly like you said when you were talking about your role as a defensive midfielder your your role is to be disciplined to do it to give the people going forward mm -hmm. the confidence they can just forget about it and just game, go and change games sure oh, this is this is um, I think a great point for Arteta you know came to the team okay this is my best 11 I'll I'll stick to them as much as I can unless I have suspension injury or any other problem. Mm. Apart from that, you know, he has done, I think, great of uh, play now, play safe, you now change, make the minimal change as possible mm -hmm. and let the guys play. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a new signing as we're coming back, isn't it? It's like a new signing because he's now back in there. And I think it's probably when he's going, <laughs> sort of thinking about what's the situations he needs to fix and he's going, right, defence, sure up the defence, the other things. The Ozil situation must have been a really tough thing to sort out because the fans didn't like him mm. he wasn't really doing anything to make the fans like him it's a tough situation for everybody yeah and it's he seems to have managed it quite well by, by not really talking about it but actually but with his actions yeah I think it was it seems like um, when, with Arteta it's, it's like Arteta just 
brought him yeah. you know, to his side yeah. and said, listen, we are together. You are a good player, you got a quality, we need you. You know, we, and then, you know, he found a way to put him where he can produce better, mm -hmm. the best of his football. This is what he's showing, you know, and what we everyone expect to him. And uh, now, you know, yesterday when uh, he came off, you know, the fans were very nice towards him. Yeah, I think the people recognize when you, you know, they know when you play play well, you don't don't play well. When you run, make effort. Mm -hmm. I think this is what, you know, the moment of Arsenal for the Arsenal fans, they can accept, you know. Sometimes the team don't don't play well, but they they love you know I think any fans love when the players make a good effort. So, and that's the kind of minimum the fans expect. Exactly. You know they've got up there to because some people coming from a long way away to go to Arsenal is very expensive. Yeah, yeah. If you have a player there that's not showing, he's at least trying. It's good. It's got to wind you up more than anything as a fan. Yeah. Someone's not doing anything like that. But also, if you put in a position where he can't succeed. It's quite like as if you were there when you were playing. If they put you up front and expected you to score ten goals a game, it's a little bit unfair. He's not, <laughs> not really utilizing your strengths. No, no, no. Do you no know way. what I mean? Yeah, I think now I'm sure I... you would have scored ten goals a game, right? But um, it's not really. Good. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> finish the other day. Finish when we were at Arsenal filming the other day. Um, he's one of the top bins you hit. Was well, was quite nice. You, you know. surprised as I was. <laughs> I was surprised, you know. And was quite, let's say. It's not so easy, you know, to make still challenges after a long time without playing football and yeah. still uh, facing a little bit of trouble with my knee. Yeah. Not 100 percent but um, in the end we got there. You did. Yeah, nice start. Yeah, yeah. Robert, it was Robert. great to have Robert and the hashtag unite with yeah. us. Yeah, it was then. great. They were brilliant, you know, it was was amazing to have this uh, engagement with them. Yeah. And have uh, Robert at the Arsenal training ground, you know, it's like uh, Wow, put Arsenal kit again. Yeah, I know. This one you know, it's uh, it's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. I, obviously, I came with you as well to film, and um, I've got to say, Arsenal training ground is probably full of the nicest people I've ever met. <laughs> training, except the security guards wouldn't let us in. Um, but the rest of the people there couldn't have been nicest. Dan Tom, who, who helped, set, helped set it all up, um, and all the other fans. So you saw he was at the old check. Was it Sean? Yeah, Sean. Sean is the guy in charge of the training ground. Okay. Yeah, I know the people at Arsenal, they are amazing. Amazing people, good heart. When you go there to the training ground, you know, it's always amazing. Everyone, you know, it's they, they, they feel very happy to welcome mm. anybody else to the training ground. And uh, as you could see, yeah, the people are, yeah, the people are lovely. Lovely people. Was it Steve Ball as well? Steve, yeah, in the end, I, I had a chance to, to see Steve Bold and uh, had a little chat with him. And now he's back at uh, under 23. Mm. I think the position he really likes to, to be, you know, be there coaching, coach the young kids. And uh, because, the, you know, coaching this uh, young uh, under 23 is an important role he had before um, with us and before being assist, the assistant coach of Arsene after uh, Pat Rice retirement. And um, he, he was there before, you know, when I joined the club, he was uh, the guy in this position on the, with under 23. And he helped 
a lot of you know uh, for the young kids for them to make the transition to to the first team. Mm. I it's think quite being scary the, as well because that character in it's not going to mess yeah. around too much. No, he's a good character. It's but it's a nice, yeah, but it's a nice, <laughs> very nice person. But you know, he's doing what he likes to do: coaching the young kids, you now helping them in the in this process of make the transition for the first team. I think for Arsenal, it's good to have him there. Yeah. If he cannot be, for example. As he was not appointed as number one at the club, but having him there with the younger kids now to help them make this transition is good. Yeah, well, I mean, Chelsea done. They've loaded their ex players from their successful time under Mourinho. Um, and none of them are now back at training. Obviously, Lampard, yeah. Morris, I think Joe Colson and stuff there. I think McAlaney's back there. Peter Checks, developer um, football, football development or technical director. Um, who else is there? I think they've got a load of their old team back together again as well. And kind of Arsenal are kind of trying to do a little bit. Steve Bold is great there. Um, yeah. It's, it's and Fr great. Fred's still there. Yeah. With, uh, yeah, yeah. With part of our theatre stuff. Uh, I think this this is good. You know, some clubs have uh, have have adopted this system and you know, bring back yeah, successful players to be inside the club in, in some capacities. And um, show, I, I think this is good for younger players to have a, a reference point because uh, those guys, you know, they are doing a new, a new rule now in the club, but they were very successful yeah. and the people respect them so much. And they are a good example for the new generation of uh, helping them with any advice, helping them sometime to improve their game with one thing they say. Mm -hmm. For example, Mark Lille there. Yeah. How much can you can you believe he can help uh, the, the, the central midfield? Right. I, I'm not saying about the professional team, but for the younger players. Mm -hmm. You know, if you talk to somebody else. Yeah, well, I remember when, I, when we were talking on my podcast and you said, I said, can you remember the most important tip you had? I think you said Garincha gave you some tips about playing as a defensive midfielder. And that was 30, 30 years ago he told you about that, maybe. No, 30, 25. But then that stuck with you because one of your, someone you looked up to giving you some tips. Exactly. That's exactly how important it is. But it'd be interesting, obviously, I think one of the strengths of Manchester United when Ferguson was there, not much now, was they had 25 years of consistent manager and he managed to recreate teams and we've seen how hard actually that is. And it's only been since he left that we've realised how hard it is to build those teams and the consistency for the period of time. He obviously always had players coming back in as coaching roles, like Michael Carrick's there at the moment mm. um, and other players doing those types of roles. It's interesting. Can you see that continually happening again through teams doing well? Because are there any teams that are playing for, not necessarily to single out Arsenal, but are there any players for, say, Manchester United that will stick around after they finish playing? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Is that, is that yeah. something that's going to happen again? I, th it, I think that day's, that day's not going to happen anymore. No, I think it's going to happen more frequently. Yeah. I, I think so, because uh, players from my generation, a lot of them are doing, uh, went back to school. Yeah. You know, to prepare themselves for the second career, mm. either as a coach or um, podcaster or <laughs> TV pundit <laughs> yeah. or whatever, and podcasts like myself, uh, or, you know, um, on management side. Yeah. And uh, for example, myself, uh, me and some, a, a very, a very good group of uh, people 
and uh, ex-players. We have uh, finished last year our master degree at UEFA. Now we did a UEFA MIP course. Wait, what you know? is that? It's a it's a master degree for you know for international players. You now it's a education program. And for somebody who wants to become, if you want to become a sports director, okay. this course allowed you to, you know, to to learn the the management process. You know, how is it? And how to manage? To manage a club, manage a team, manage a team, and manage a club. There is a lot of topics we we've learned. What sort of topics were they? Ah, we we've learned marketing. <laughs> learn, learn, you know, managing people, managing a squad. Uh, stadium, you know, it's there's a lot of uh, information. Because you almost have need to have one person for those things you did. You can't have one per need one person to look after the stadium. Uh, you have like to, you know, to have like uh, a big framework mm -hmm. uh, about you have to have almost course. everything, and then you decide, okay, this is the way I like most. This is the way I like most, you know, and then. Through these informations and the information we've learned, you know, we've got learning from over more than twenty years in football, it helps us, you know, to to put things together on a better way, on a better structure. Mm -hmm. This is um, this what is about this course. Now you have uh, they are in the third group. Mm -hmm. It will take two years for the new group, and uh, the number of people is growing up. You know, will be about more than. After this, this third group will be about uh, seven people with this this course. So the course was great. The people were amazing. The what, tutors, everyone. What do you think you got from the course? I think uh, a different uh, perception of um, what I had from before doing this. Because despite the fact you are in a football club, you know, for so many years, you know, on the different clubs. But as a player, you don't have an opportunity to, to experience what's behind uh, football on the ground. Yeah, you know? the about playing. Exactly. I only think about going to the training ground, do our training session, then go back to the home, and then go to the game, traveling, win the game, is win the competition. This is what we always been focused on. But... Um, have this framework of uh, what's behind football, what's the concept, you know, I think that sometimes the, the the day of the game is the smallest thing yeah. that Man. happened behind. 90 minutes. <laughs> exactly, the 90 minutes is the, you know, but everything you need, all these things mm. to prepare for the 90 minutes. Yeah. There's a lot of information, a lot of things. It's important I for me and I guess for, for everyone, it was really important to understand what's behind the scene, mm -hmm. the scenes, and for them, for us to understand, you know, what we like most and uh, what direction you can go, you know, in order to um, to achieve the best result in the second career, was really helpful, mm -hmm. really helpful. And but um, there are some other, um, I think uh, FA, they have uh, some type of course. There is a course in the uh, Liverpool University, if okay. I'm not wrong, sports management, okay. and some other course, you know, in uh, I think Madrid, um, and Barcelona, they have like university that prepare people for yeah, Barcelona University, Barcelona University for for football management, you know, and other capacities. 
I think more more ex ex pro ex players are you know. Uh, start, starting the education program to be to to, to still part, continue in football. It's important to have you know as much as you can of uh, people around you know enjoying uh, life after their football career and mm -hmm. but also enjoy football. Yeah, yeah, on a different way. Yeah, I think it's a good point in saying you get a bit of appreciation about what's ever going on in the whole of the club. Yeah. Because you can't quite think about everything. All you can do is the players is focus on that. But that's quite common for any big business that you're working. Yeah. If you're working for a big bank, you're only going to focus on the little bit that you do. You don't fully appreciate everyone else who works for the whole company. Yes, so yeah. it is a business. Football club is a business. But it's great to see that you now have a fresh appreciation. Maybe the players need to do it while they're playing so they can appreciate all the work that goes into making the training ground ready for them for the pitch they train on who yeah. looks after the training ground who looks after the kit who cleans the kit everything that goes, that goes along with it right yeah yeah nice. for sure for sure um, as usual we haven't done, gone through any of the notes just, uh, but what <laughs> yeah. we do need to do is <laughs> what's the next what's the next so, so yeah so right we've had a break we've had our winter break yeah we're now going to progress with this properly with the predictions Cross the fingers. There we go. So we're starting again. We're still going to be doing that. So we've worked out the dates for it. So we're going to go to a place called Flight Club in London. All right. Um, sounds great. It sounds all right, doesn't it? A few drinks, a bit of darts. <laughs> That's yeah. <laughs> this would be a big challenge for me. Well, maybe there's one thing which you can actually can do properly. <laughs> um, so we can, you know, good at darts then? I don't think so. Have you played before? No, I think I, I had done once. We'll have, That's it. we'll have to have practice. Yeah. Get your dartboard up. On I'll, I'll put some hair. Dents in the wall afterwards. Um, Just make sure I don't break the wall. <laughs> no, exactly. So we're going to do, so it's going to be the last week in March. Okay. Come to London. Uh, bite sweet, couple of drinks, game of darts. Uh, maybe have a chat with you. Fantastic. So we're going to choose five people to come with us. That's uh, great. All you have to do to qualify to do this you don't have to do that <laughs> you said how shit we are when it comes to predictions yeah so we're not going to ask you to predict a winner or it's not going to be the winning person or anything like that it's just taking part because it's all about taking part so we're going to choose five people at random who've been taking part in a number of prediction challenges fantastic it'll be, it'll be so, fun without further ado this is the games for this week you ready you got yes ready. i start first yeah okay Brighton Palace. Oh, I think I'll, I'll go for Brighton. Yeah. I think I'll make you happy. Good man. What's yeah. The score? Two one Brighton. Two one Brighton. I'll go one nil Brighton. I don't think they scored two goals in the game for a long time. Uh, so Newcastle Burnley. I think that's gonna be an alright game. It'll be interesting. Because Burnley, 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 doing a lot of luck, getting a lot of luck with VAR at the moment. Did you see the VAR weekend? No. Oh, the weekend there was a lot of. So Southampton, was it Bournemouth? They thought they handballed. So Bournemouth broke. It was a corner. It was Burnley corner. The ball hit um, one of the Bournemouth defenders on the shoulder. No, Southampton defenders on the shoulder. Went, they wouldn't have scored. VR brought it back and said it was a penalty. So the goal was disallowed, and they had a penalty against them as well. A lot of controversy. Three teams in there. Yeah. I haven't really got it right. <laughs> uh, anyway, so new. I reckon that will be. I mean, two all. 
Čo? 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 Maybe two and Southampton. Oh, I'm gonna say exactly the same, but I'm gonna say one nil, three nils. No, yeah, three nil Southampton. What from Liverpool? Wow, this is sixteen nil to Liverpool. <laughs> no, no, I don't think they're not that much, but Liverpool at the moment is quite unstoppable. Yeah, they play tonight. They are quite unstoppable. But let's say, um, I'll go for. Three new Liverpool. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I have four Liverpool. And then Everton, a repeat fixture. What happened this weekend? Oh, yes. Everton, Manchester United. Interesting game. You want to start first? Okay, um, I reckon 2 all. 2 all. Mm. 3 2. 3 2 2. No, but let's see. No, 2 1 two, two United. Twenty-nine. Nice. I see that hope. Yes, to take part in this, head over. The link will be in your bio. Okay. Um, well, that's some links on Twitter. Well, you'll link that's some links on Twitter. I'm not doing it. Um, and yeah, all you is just take this just for fun. There's no winners. We're the only losers in this whole thing because we're just pretty horrific at it. Um, it's been interesting. It was really fun. <laughs> it's what we engage with your fans a little bit, don't we? You know, Exactly. This is what we want, you know, for the people to take part of yeah. uh, of the show and uh, have some fun with us because this is about, you know, just enjoying. Yeah, well, I mean, you see it'd be really nice because you, as long as they take part, you know, the, you know, five people will come with us. Yeah. To for the dinner. Yeah, exactly. It'd be great. So it should be good fun. Then we'll get some maybe you can sign something for them as well. Yeah, it should be great. Dark sign of dark. Really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's good. Nice. All right, mate. Great for today. Fantastic. Thank you. See you soon. Bye.